0: of our risk factors can definitely be controlled. She was at danger because of multiple, multiple underlying risk factors that were poorly controlled because they were completely and utterly dismissed.
1: I was just going through the motions and then it really hit me and I said, wow, I really I have to make changes or else I'm not going to be around.
2: Those are the voices of Dr. Evelina Graver and the subject of our story, Kathy Cotidati. Dr. Graver is the director of the Coronary Care Unit of the Sandra Atlas Bass Heart Hospital at North Shore University Hospital and a member of the cardiology faculty of the Katz Institute for Women's Health. As a critical care cardiologist, Dr. Graver frequently sees patients whose lives are in danger. Kathy was in danger. Hi, I'm David North. Kathy was in her late forties, a married mother of two who knew she had some heart health issues but was inconsistent about managing her condition until she found motivation while attending a presentation at Northwell based on a book, Heart Smart for Women. We'll speak with a co-author later in this program. The message that 80% of risk factors can be addressed spoke to Kathy, possibly just in time.
1: I'm very well read. I read. I understand things. I know what I needed to do, but it was a matter of figuring out why. Why wasn't I losing weight? Why didn't I want to lose weight? Why was my blood pressure high all the time? Why wasn't I taking my medication regularly? I felt like I was in a um, a drain, just going down, and I, I had to figure out what was what was causing me to kind of self-destruct.
2: So how did she arrive in this place? Kathy is successful and respected in her career as a time manager and organizer for Northwell Executives, skills also employed by conscientious moms in any profession. Kathy recognized an opportunity to gain information specific to women's heart health and to employ her will and skills on her own behalf, this time Kathy first. Dr. Gray versus Kathy was typical of women who too often place themselves low among their priorities.
0: It was clear to me that this is a woman who puts herself last, which is really, I would potentially say, 99.9% of women that I do meet in my office, sadly enough, So Kathy is that woman, is exactly that woman who I, um, I know that something is not right, but at the same time, I don't have the time for it. But I just have this kind of an inkling that something is going on. So that is
2: Kathy. Even before diagnostic tests, Dr. Graver employed her experience and powers of observation to assess Kathy's condition.
0: When she walked into my office, I can tell you that there was really uh, no energy. She was purely and utterly Exhausted, And that was just me looking, just physically not knowing a thing about her at that period of time. And then after further evaluation, I saw the fact that her blood pressure was quite elevated, her uh, EKGs had some abnormalities, and, but that was already looking further into it. But just looking at her, just as she walked into my office, I can tell her that she was already looking like she was huffing and puffing
2: a little. Dr. Graver is also a mom and a teacher she patiently used a simile to describe Kathy's condition, comparing the body to a home, with Kathy's heart having an electrical system, primarily for heartbeat, and plumbing for blood flow.
0: So Kathy's case was the beginnings of plumbing problems. Her pipes were beginning to get clogged off, but not clogged off to the point where there was already significant limitations in that flow but already beginning to see signs within that electrical pathways. She was at danger because of multiple, multiple underlying uh, risk factors that were poorly controlled because they were completely and utterly dismissed. They were dismissed because she has a very busy life, she's a working mother, so her house comes first, her kids comes first, her husband comes first, everything comes first. So all of her risk factors such as high blood pressure and her high cholesterol and her diabetic state and her being overweight and her being uh, in a sedentary position majority of the day all put her at the end on top of it all let's sprinkle on some genetic stuff too. Her calcium score was quite elevated and that triggered us to send her further, further testing and what we found was the fact that yes she does have blockages But no, they're not bad enough at this period of time where they're actually significantly obstructing her flow, meaning that we can actually do something about them.
2: Take note, Dr. Graver said we can do something about those heart health issues threatening Kathy's life. She called together a Team Kathy, among its members a behavioral cardiologist who helped with some of the underlying personal issues blocking Kathy's progress.
1: And we really drilled down into, you know, why and i was writing notes down every time i was eating what was i eating and what kind of mood was i in was i angry was i sad was i depressed was it after i spoke to someone was it before i was speaking to someone was it my relationship with my husband my relationship with my mom Um, my children being away you know what was it so we kind of honed in on that
2: here's where many of us seeking optimum heart health must pause food it's an issue complicated by culture not all traditional, beloved recipes are heart-smart. And a mom's role in both nourishing a family, food is love, and by a custom of having troublesome treats in abundance.
1: Um, I think it was an excuse, right? Well, let me make you a cake, or let me prepare this wonderful meal for you, but then I'm going to also partake in it. So it's kind of like a selfish, I'm making it for you, but it's really for me, <laughs> basically.
2: Hi, I'm David North, and this is Health Story. Our subject, Kathy Cotadati, was heading down a dangerous road. Overwhelmed, she says, by awareness of proper action while feeling it was all too much to manage. Her cardiologist, with a team strategy of personal motivation, a kitchen nutrition makeover, physical education, and medicines, rapidly moved Kathy toward her goals.
1: Just pick one goal one goal and stick to it, and then take on another goal, and then another one. So the first thing I did was just to make sure that I had healthy food in the house. So no more baking, no more cookies, no more chips. It was just fruits, vegetables, and healthy food. So even if I was starving and I wanted to overeat, at least I was eating the healthy options. Once I got that down pat, I said, okay, let's start walking.
2: Walking and steps toward a healthier heart is a theme throughout Kathy's story. And again, a Northwell program pointed her in the right direction. Kathy describes a magical, metaphorical destination.
1: The walk to Dublin, all the employees, they participate online, they wear a pedometer. It's a Northwell event, and everyone wears a pedometer, and they track their miles online, and everyone's on teams. So that was a really great inspiration for me. So my eating, my the, the food choices were good. I started to move And then after that, I was starting to look at my portion control. And then I started doing strength training. So after I'm walking, then I do some weights.
2: Could you hear the brightness and power in her voice? Kathy continues achieving her goals in manageable steps, with Dr. Graver recording, intervening, and evaluating her progress. Because of her ongoing
0: increase in physical activity and weight loss, the more weight she's losing, the lower her blood pressure is. That means the fact that the lower her blood pressure is, less medical therapy I have to give her. So it, it, it all ties in together, because the less medical therapy, the less side effects from the medical therapy. So again, all hand together. And the same thing with the cholesterol as well. We started at a pretty significantly high dose of cholesterol-lowering medications, which I know patients despise, because, yes, they do have significant side effects. But like anything in medicine, we should be looking at everything with a risks and benefit kind of ratio. And when you have significant disease within those pipes, and uh, we need to potentially be able to stabilize
2: that. From overwhelmed and resigned, Kathy says she now feels more enlightened and empowered. She praises Dr. Graver, but has advice for every woman, every one, who seeks a successful relationship with a physician.
1: You have to ask questions, and you have to say, well, why, and how, and you know, how long do I have to do this? And you have to be your own uh, proponent. You should take someone with you to your appointments who can help kind of translate what the doctor is saying. You know, what does that mean exactly? Do you mean she needs to do this, this, and this, or how do you mean? And I think that's missing. It's a two-way street. It's not just you sitting with your physician and then just telling you all the things you need to do. It's a back and forth. You know, they have, you know, thousands of patients they have to see. You can't leave it all up to them.
2: Are you or a loved one worried about questioning or challenging a doctor? Embarrassed about language issues or not understanding medical concepts or find it's a struggle to be assertive? Dr. Graver says, be brave. Take heart. Your doctor is here for you.
0: Women are different. You know, that's not anything that has not been taught to us before. We're different on the true histological not only anatomical ways. So we form plaque in a different way, we deposit plaque in a different way, our vessels are different, the size of our vessels are different. So all of that is quite important. It might not be easy and it might not be the first or the second physician, but uh, if a a passive woman, a a more timid woman uh, who does not want to impose, still needs to understand that she can be a mother, she can be a daughter, if she's not taking care of herself. Me just treating her heart without addressing all of those other issues would be totally useless. So it's just really trying to find the right match with a physician who's going to be that advocate for you.
2: Dr. Evelina Graver director of the Coronary Care Unit of the Sandra Atlas Bass Heart Hospital at North Shore University Hospital, and a member of the cardiology faculty of the Katz Institute for Women's Health. Dr. Graver says she'd like to see the Katz team approach to women's heart health available for women throughout the Northwell system. Now, let's visit with a woman who helped spark Kathy's first steps toward a healthier outlook, Dr. Stacy Rosen who, along with Dr. Jennifer Merez, is co-author of Heart Smart for Women, Six Steps in Six Weeks to Heart-Healthy Living. The introduction declares 90% of all women have one or more risk factors of heart disease. And in the U.S., about one-third of our female population, more than 44 million American women, suffer from some form of heart disease. Dr. Rosen describes the progress we've made as a society toward addressing women's heart health.
3: I started seeing clinical patients throughout my career, men and women, and women were less likely to see a cardiologist. Women were less likely to be taken seriously when they were presenting with symptoms. So you have a field that was killing more women than any other disease. Um, heart disease remains the number one cause of death for women and men. And here we were, few women in the field, and none of the science was studying women.
2: At the outset of our conversation, I half joked that overcommitted, exhausted women may struggle to find the time to read a book. But spending time with Heart Smart for Women is an interlude, an engaging and enjoyable place for ideas, information, and encouragement, an enjoyable use of time.
3: So, we wrote this book because we felt that there wasn't something out there that would make it easy. Heart disease is 80% preventable. It's never too early or too late to start. And our goal was to make this book a book that you would read, underline, put a sticky note on, go back to, share with a friend, that it would be something that's user-friendly and easy.
2: Thank you, Dr. Stacy Rosen. And thanks to your co-author, Dr. Jennifer Mirez. Dr. Rosen reminds Heart Smart for Women, Six Steps in Six Weeks to Heart-Healthy Living is also available in Spanish. Visit northwell.edu. Kathy Cotadati has the last word for us. It's her health story, and the word is time. By taking time, making time, and seeking help, she has the time to enjoy fresh foods, a new wardrobe, and a fresh outlook on life.
1: It's still a work in progress. Um, You know, it's a life change, and I, I think my message today is really to let people know that it's never too late. And even the smallest of changes will make a difference. I didn't think I had time. Now I have time.
2: Thank you, Kathy, for your time and for sharing your health story. This program is produced at the facilities of the New York Institute of Technology. Our technical director is Andre Doughty. For more information about heart health and heart health for women, visit northwell.edu. I'm David North. Be well. Look north.